Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Friday, September 3rd. We made it to the end of the week. I don't know about you, but it has been a, a long and challenging week for me. It's uh, it, it seems like uh, as September came in, it just came in with all kinds of weight along with it, this turning the corner into the fall. Um, in the midst of this season, uh, in so many different ways, is uh, it has a lot of challenges that go with it. And so I hope that you find yourself enduring and standing firm, as we talked about yesterday. And I hope that as you move into the weekend, you will um, ruthlessly budget time, ruthlessly manage your schedule to create margin. We so desperately need to rest in the presence of God during this time. And so whether that's actual rest, um, I, I love uh, in John Ortberg's book on the spiritual disciplines called The Life You Always Wanted, he makes the statement, sometimes the most spiritual thing that you can do is take a nap. And I, I love that. I do think that there are times where we need that kind of rest. But even if it's not physical rest, that you would have rest from the the hurry and the um, the the constant movement and weight of the world around you, and you would just be able to be in his presence, to go for a hike, to spend time with family and friends, to read a book, to, um, to do some things that you just enjoy doing. I, I pray that you would have time to do that this weekend. It's part of the way that we're wired, part of what we need. Uh, there's a, a healthy spirituality to it. And there's also just a physiological reality that we need it. Um, we're wired that way. And so I hope that you'll take some time to, uh, to rest this weekend. As we go into the weekend, um, I, I'd like to come to a, a passage that you're probably really familiar with at the end of the book of First John. And I'm thinking of it specifically in the political arena. Now, some of you just got nervous because you don't want me to talk about politics, and I, I hear that. And uh, believe me, this is uh, the opposite of partisan. There is, uh, I'm, I'm not on one side or the other here. Um, I contemplated um, over the last couple weeks going through the Democratic National Convention and the Republican National Convention and seeing some highlights, hearing some commentary, kind of uh, hearing what's going on, and now watching ads for both candidates that um, are seeming to be on every platform uh, everywhere and constantly in front of us. And what strikes me uh, with both parties is that the, the message is very similar. Don't vote for that person or you're going to be in danger. It, it's, uh, you should be afraid of that candidate. You should be afraid of that way of thinking. You should be afraid of, if those people get into power, your life's going to be over. If those people get into power, there's going to be riots in the streets. If those people get into power, there will be, uh, it's the end of America as we know it. And I recognize the deep belief that both sides hold about those positions. But I also recognize that fear is a lousy motivator. It, it, and I don't mean a lousy motivator in that it doesn't motivate. It certainly does. Um, but a lousy motivator in that I don't feel good about any of the decisions I'm making when I'm being motivated by fear. And it br brings me back to the words of John as he contemplates the community and what it looks like for us to be the community of Jesus and, uh, and follow, truly follow after him. He, he makes this statement in uh, 
verse 17 of 1 John chapter 4. So this, by, by this love, by this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. Now, I'm going to stop there just to, to make a comment. In, in the context of what John's talking about, he's talking about the end time judgment. He's talking about the return of Jesus and the fact that justice will ultimately be found. That um, as believers in Jesus, our pursuit of temporary justice is never because justice will not ultimately be enacted. We desire for justice to be found in the world, but we also know with a deep confidence that one day all that's wrong will be set right. And so John contemplating that says that we have confidence in this day of judgment, that, that in the end, all that's wrong will be set right that in the end, every unjust injustice will be undone and a justice will prevail. But then he says, we don't have to be afraid of that because there is no fear in love because perfect love casts out fear. And I just think, wow, if that's true of eternal judgment, if that's true of the great um, upending of the systems of the world, how much more true is that for those of us who are followers of Jesus in the midst of a temporary change of uh, a command or not change of command, a, uh, a uh, change in the leadership of our country or not a change in the leadership of our country? We don't have to be afraid for all the things that we uh, contemplate on both sides of the aisle. And uh, believe me, I'm glad for uh, you to be on either side of the aisle and for you to be uh, processing and, uh, and being active and having conversations and voting as you choose. But my prayer for us as the church is that what would motivate our action between now and November and our vote is just is not fear that we would not be afraid because perfect love casts out fear that um, we love as John says because he first loved us and so we don't have to be afraid we can rest in him we can trust him and so however you come to all the political debates that are sure to swirl for the uh, coming months however you come to all of the conversations um, that you're having. And can I encourage you, have them in person. Please, as best you can, avoid having those conversations on social media. It doesn't end well, and I'm uh, just not looking forward to the next couple months in that arena. But as you have healthy conversations in person, as you process life with people, may we not be people of fear but may we recognize that perfect love casts out fear, that we can trust Jesus who is ultimately in control of all things. Um, there, there's uh, no doubt that Jesus is able and is constantly doing all that needs to be done in order to further his glory and uh, further 
uh, prepare us for his return. And so, people of God, let's live in the confidence of knowing that Jesus is for us, that he has made every sacrifice for us, and that the God who has sent Jesus, giving him up for us all, will also, along with him, do all things for us, a paraphrase of Romans chapter 8, verse 32. And so, friends, let's not be afraid. Instead, with confidence, may we step into the next couple months that lie ahead of us and trust the love of God, that perfect love would drive out all fear. And then let's take that confidence and peace to the world around us because you and I are living in a society driven by fear. And so let's be people of love, that love would drive out fear. I hope as you go through this weekend, you'll have some time to rest and reflect, to trust and to not be afraid, but to experience the love of God in Christ. May the grace and peace of Jesus rest upon you this weekend. May his spirit dwell deeply within each one of us. May we be transformed increasingly into his image that we would look more and more like him and act more and more like him. And as we do, may his spirit flow from us to a world that is in need of him, like a dried up ground longing for water. May the spirit of God flow from us to our friends and neighbors and the community around us, that they would be refreshed. Hope you have a great weekend. Look forward to seeing you all at the Zone Worship Gatherings, hopefully at least a group of you. And uh, I'll look forward to being back with you again on Monday. Grace and peace to you.